Howdy and welcome to the Tim Week Bible Study. This is week eight, day five of our study of Joshua. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Joshua 19, 32 through 51. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God? Speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. We want to encounter you in your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump back into God's word. we reading today from the NIV. This is Joshua 19, starting in verse 32. The sixth lot came out from Naphtali according to its clans. Their boundary went from Helef and the large tree in Zananim, passing Adami, Nekeb, and Jabnil to Lakum, and ending at the Jordan. Now, this is one of those things where I feel pretty certain that the large tree from 3,400 years ago is probably not there today. I don't know if there's any archaeological evidence, uh, maybe it'd be interesting. And again, I have not done the research into every single one of these. I mean, it is, it is voluminous how much information there is out there to know. I doubt anybody knows it all. Um, I'm not even a generalist when it comes to all of this. I don't know a, a passing bit about a lot of these things because there is just so much to know. There really is a lot of extra biblical, archaeological, historical information to know about a lot of these places. My guess is at some point after the tree died, which it definitely died at some point, I would imagine that somebody probably put a marker stone or something, or maybe even planted another tree there. Uh, eventually, I would find it hard to believe that the continuity of those trees would, would last forever, but who knows? Maybe it does, but there's probably something else there. But this, again, is the, the difficulty of us assessing this today. Continuing on, verse 34. The boundary ran west through Asnoth Tabor and came out at Hukok. It touched Zebulun on the south, Asher on the west, and the Jordan on the east. <clears throat> um, I want to jump over to the map here real quick, uh, just so we can get an idea here of exactly what we're talking about before we go too much further. Here's Naphtali right here, kind of on the northwest side of the Sea of Galilee. Maybe used to calling it Naphtali. Um, I am not Jewish, don't speak Hebrew natively, but every time I've heard people mention the name, it sounds more like Naphtali when native speakers and people say it than Naphtali. But hey, I'm from Texas, and if I want to butcher it and call it Naphtali, um, I can do it however I want, because I, again, I'm from Texas, and we make a religion out of butchering other people's words. <laughs> so there you go. Continuing on, um, verse, where are we? Uh, we need to move forward. We are on verse 35. The fortified towns were Kedim, Zer, Hamath, Rakath, Kinnereth, Adama, Ramah, Hazor, Kadesh, Edrai, Enhazor, Iron, Iron, I would assume it'd be Iran or Iran, Migdal El, Horem, Beth Anath, and Beth Shemesh. 
I think the Lord probably gets a kick. There's probably, there's probably a viewing section amongst the Lord and, and many of his angels just watching and listening to me, trying my best to read all of these words and watching me butcher all of them. And they're probably getting a good kick out of it. Um, maybe you can practice yourself, pick these up and look into a mirror and picture the angels and God himself laughing at how poorly you pronounce them. Um, I imagine it's, it's gotta be a good time for Lord and the angels that are paying attention. All right. Continuing on. There were 19 towns and their villages. Verse 39, these towns and their villages were the inheritance of the tribe of Naphtali, according to its clans. Back to the map real quick. Again, Naphtali right here. For those of you watching on YouTube, if you're not watching on YouTube, 10weekbible.com slash Joshua, the maps are all the way at the bottom. If you keep scrolling down, you'll find them. Verse 40, the seventh lot came out for the tribe of Dan, according to its clans. The territory of their inheritance included Zorah, Eshtael, Ir Shemesh, Shelabin, Ijalon, Ithla, Elon, Timnah, Ekron, Elteca, Gibbethon, Balath, Jehud, Bene Barak, Gath Rimon, Majarkon, and Rakon, with the area facing Joppa. Um, When the territory, let's pause it. Let's let's go to the map real quick. Here we are. Let's change colors to blue. We're talking about Dan, right there. We know that Joppa is over here on the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, Joppa is, uh, again, an important city that comes up in the New Testament. Peter goes there and has the encounter at Joppa where he sees the sheet come down. That's all happening there. Continuing on, verse 47. When the territory of the Danites was lost to them, they went up and attacked Leshem, took it, and put to sword and occupied it. They settled Leshem and named it Dan, after their ancestor. And this, again, is speaking to the dynamic nature of this. What we're talking about, back to the map, is they lost this territory. The Canaanites came and got this back, and so they came up here, and there gets to be a city up here somewhere, uh, probably a bit off there, named Dan. Um, And so a lot of the Danites end up moving up there. Again, understand, remember, very, uh, very dynamic situation all throughout all of this. Verse 48, these towns and their villages were the inheritance of the tribe of Dan, according to its clans. Verse 49, when they had finished dividing the land into its allotted portions, the Israelites gave Joshua, son of Nun, an inheritance among them as the Lord had commanded. They gave him the town he asked for. Timnath Sarah in the hill country of Ephraim, and he built up the town and settled there. So back to the map again. Uh, remember Ephraim. Whoops, I lost it here. Ephraim is here, and so we're talking about somewhere up in there is the town that Joshua gets for himself. Continuing on verse fifty-one. These are the territories that Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the heads of the tribal clans of Israel assigned by Lot at Shiloh in the presence of the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And so they finished dividing the land. Now, I find that thing that we're we're ending chapter 19 on very fascinating. Uh, To my knowledge, 
I don't remember the tent of meeting coming up any other than, so in Joshua, we've got the Ark of the Covenant goes ahead of them into the in uh, the Jordan River, and, and we've got some other things happening. We know that the tent of meeting, the Ark of the Covenant, the tabernacle, all that's set up at Gilgal. We know that wherever they're going, they're setting it up because it's been with them all throughout the desert. But as this campaign is going on, we're not really told is the is the Ark of the Covenant uh, are they taking the tabernacle with them? Have they left it at Gilgal with people and provisions? We're not filled in on on a lot on how all of that went biblically. But here we see that they have at least, I mean for sure, the Ark of the Covenant resided for quite a while at Gilgal. And again, we're seeing here that Joshua has made a move from Gilgal more, again, geographically located in the center part of the nation of what's becoming the nation of Israel. And he's choosing Shiloh as the place to put the, the tent of meeting, the tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant. That's what we're talking about here. Where the, the priests and the Levites, where they minister before the Lord, where people come and make their sacrifices. It's all starting to happen at Shiloh. And I think that was either a decision by the Lord that he told Joshua do it there, or it was Joshua choosing that place because of its uh, geographical location. Um, and that's going to be important for the remainder of the next 400 years leading up until the time of Samuel, Saul, and David. For the 10-Week Bible, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.